This is Fantasy Book Club. Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Book Club. My name is Colin Pratt. And I'm Sydney Lyerly. This is the Internet's Book Club. Just by listening, you're a member. Uh, we are currently reading through Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson, uh, which is a great book. Uh, this week we are reading chapter 22. And just chapter 22. That's all we read. The very long one. It is a long one. Uh, if you read more, sorry about it. Uh, next week, Sydney, what are we reading? Next week we're reading 23 and 24. So just a two-week. Just, just a double. A double? Just a double. A double. Instead of a triple. Today was a single, which is fine. A uh, very long chapter, but it was good. I think it was pretty interesting. Yeah, we it was l- pretty good. Learned a, l- learned a little bit about uh, Light Song, learned a lot about Denth. Uh, we s- did learn a lot about Denth. So we're going to get into it right now. You ready? Yeah, let's go for it. Chapter All right. 22. We open with Light Song. He is hanging out with Weather Love, Truth Call, and Life Blesser, who are three other gods. And he's playing a game uh, that he has not bothered to learn. But he's actually really good at. His... His favorite thing about this game, he thinks it's really funny to win while not knowing what he's doing. And he also doesn't let people, um, let the other gods know he doesn't know. Yeah. So uh, the game is called uh, Terrachin. Uh, and basically the part of the game is like you throw balls. You pick certain types of balls and you throw them. And you get points for wherever they something. But it's never explained in this book because freaking Light Song doesn't know how he plays the game. Uh, he's winning. There's times where they're like, it's your toss, right? And they're like, no, it's your toss. Remember you got the triple crown last turn? And he's going to he like, like, pretend. He's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I can't believe that slipped my mind. And then he walks up and does it. He just he literally just picks something randomly and eats it. And the other the other gods are like, wow, I would never have thought to do that. That's so That's smart. Great How did play. you decide to do that? And Light Song's like, well, I just like, you know. You gotta think like the ball. Yeah, think like it. And they're like, "How do you do that?" And he just says the stupidest thing. He, he he says he talks nonsense. He he just talks nonsense because <laughs> they're like, "How did you do that?" He's like, "See, you gotta get into the mindset of the ball." And they're like, "How do you how do you get into the mindset of a ball?" And he said, "What, what kind of reasoning does a ball do?" Is what it said. And he said, um, circular, "Circular reasoning, <laughs> circular reasoning." That's actually my favorite type, which I think is very funny because he likes circular so reasoning. Funny. Um, and then they say one of them says. Uh, I mean, this is a compliment, but you're really draining to be around. And Light Song says, I'm like a mosquito, uh, <laughs> which I think is funny as well. Light Song in this whole exchange just cracks me up. Yeah. He says some of the weirdest things. Light Song is just so absurdist and I love him. Um, and then uh, while they're there uh, talking and stuff, uh, the other gods are scheming on how to, like, you know, trick Siri or use yeah. Siri to go to war or start a war. Like they're scheming on ways to, to get the war started, which light song is not a fan of. Yep. Uh, they are like trying to manipulate Siri. Uh, they're also jealous that light song life song is the one that got lifeless commands, not them. Yes. They're uh, not super thrilled about it. Yeah. They're definitely just jealous of light song altogether. I feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're very jealous. They're scheming about like war. Uh, the other three gods, one of them is not very bright. I forget which one. I think truth call. It's not very bright. Um, uh, might be. And then Weather Love and Life Blesser are just like trying to figure out how to uh like get what they want in the court. Um and uh Light uh Light Song decides he wants to leave. Oh, it's Life Blesser, sorry. It's Life Blesser that's not super smart. Oh, uh, too close smart. Life yeah. Brother's not smart. Uh so Light Song decides he wants to to leave because it makes him feel nauseous thinking about the all the th- the ways are going cuz he feels really bad for Siri. Yeah, he does. He like wants to be her ally. Yeah. He does Which- not I called it, by the way. You did if call they it. They become allies. You did call. If you go back and listen, Sydney did call <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, so uh, he feels bad about it, which I appreciate. Good job, Light Song. Good yeah. on you. Uh, he he uh, 
decides to leave and he's thinking about how like um uh thinking about how uh he trusts or thinks that Blushweaver is the smartest of the gods. Yeah, but he also trusts her too, which is yeah. interesting to me. Trust more than them. And so he's he he's like they're scheming, but they're so transparent with their schemes. Blushweaver knows about them already, I'm sure. Yeah. Like he he's very like thinks highly of her ability to scheme and outthink people. Yes. Uh but ultimately that whole thing was just showing Light's long slice of life of Light Slog. Playing a game he doesn't like uh, with some people he doesn't like. Yeah. Uh, winning. <laughs> he pretends to like. <laughs> winning. And then they uh, start talking bad about a girl that he kind of is friends with. Yeah. Also, they're trying to get him to scheme with them. Yes. That's kind of the whole point. Yeah. Um, they want him on their side and he's just kind of not really not really having it. Yep. Uh, and then he starts leaving. He's still having war dreams, uh, but he still doesn't think the prophetic. He's like, it still can't hurt to, uh, like, prepare for war, even yeah. though he doesn't think his dreams are, are, like, about war, but he still thinks war is coming eventually. Yes. So it still can't hurt to work with Blushweaver and prepare for war. Yeah. And that's where we, we leave off with Light Song. Really not yes. much happens that one. Mm -hmm. uh, and, by the way, this is one chapter. Normally, we each take one chapter, but because it's only one chapter, uh, Sydney's going to start up, and I'm going to take the last third of the chapter. Yes. We're kind of, like, splitting it up. Yeah. So um, now the perspective switches and we see Vivenna and they're in a restaurant and we get to meet somebody new. So that's fun. It's fun. Um, so they're in this restaurant, Denton Tongfar with her and they're talking to this guy whose name is Fob, which is <laughs> kind of a funny name. In my I opinion. love the name. Yeah. F-O-B. Fob. <laughs> Fob. <laughs> but they're talking to him and they're trying to like convince him that he's a landowner okay yeah so he like farmer does yes he's a farmer he does all this stuff for the government he gets paid to the government and they're basically trying to convince him to like harvest early and then you know they'll pay him for it or whatever so that the government can't get his uh his crops and stuff so yeah he has a deal with the government right now that if during war all they can seize all of his yes, crops. Yes. So what the, the 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 mercenaries are trying to do is get him to sell them, so that when they go to war and go to seize, he's already sold his crops. And that's not a, that's not like against him. Yeah. That's not like they the government won't get mad at him because he did he did his own thing, didn't know about the war, like that yeah. kind of video. Uh, so they're just trying to like undermine the government however they can. Uh huh. And Fob's like not really believing them. He's like, "Why should I help you?" And so Vivenna has to show him her hair so that mm. he will believe her. Lifts up her. Her, yes. She has a headdress on. She's got like a shawl. She pulls it up so nobody around them can see it. Yeah. But just Fob and Denth and obviously Tong Fa can see it. Um, But then she shows him like the colors, the changing of her hair. Yep. And so he's like, okay, you know, you are obviously a royal. And they kind of discuss that. Royal. <laughs> and um, Fob's just like, I'll think about like helping you. And then that's kind of where it ends. They leave. Vena, Tong Fa, um, Death, Death all leave and they find Parlin, Jules, and Claude outside. Real quick. Yes. Venna hates the they're eating uh like shellfish. Yeah, they're eating like oysters. Like, like oysters. Yes. Mussels, uh, I think. Yeah, it's just yeah. It, like little sh mussels and shells. Yes. And they're slipping them out and she was disgusted the entire time. Well Fob is, also is like eating nonstop. Like he's just shoving food in his face so his much. entire time. Like he was eating more than Tonk Fa, who's a big boy. Yes. Um, but also she several times had to like she it's funny to listen from a perspective because several times her brain gets sidetracked from the conversation. So we, the reader, can't hear what's happening. Yeah. Because like one of the muscles fell out of the shell and flopped onto the table. And yes. she's like, she had to steal herself to not puke because. Yeah. She... <laughs> Which is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's fair though. I don't think. Yeah. Shellfish don't sound good. Muscles don't sound good. Just ew. Gross, Gross. her out for sure. 
Yeah, I don't blame her. <laughs> I don't blame yeah. her in that situation. Yeah. But um, so they run into they get they catch up uh, Parlin, Jules, and Claude outside, and Vivenna's like, okay, where are we going now? And they kind of head off to a new restaurant, and um, well, on their walk there, they talk about they talk about Claude a little bit. Who remember Claude is the lifeless that Jules has. Yep, and he's in front like parting the Red Sea of people to get them to the restaurant. Yes, because people kind of like give him like a wide like they, like avoid him. Yeah. Um, I like. Sorry, uh, Vivenna uses the analogy. He said it's not like abnormal to see lifeless, but people still yeah. avoid them. And her thought was, it's not abnormal to see a snake in the jungle, but I still wouldn't want to step on it. That actually like, makes a lot yeah. of sense. That's and a so good analogy. It's not like it's not like it's okay that they're around, but yeah, or that they're normal. It's just that you don't you don't you see them pretty often. Yes, but so Jen kind of tells her the difference between awakening and lifeless. So like awakening, you have to give it its command. Like before you put breath in it, whereas lifeless, you can command them after you've created them. Yeah. And so he talks about security phrases a little bit and just kind of gives her a little overview of how that works. Um, and then he also states that like anyone can really control a lifeless. So that's why they give them security phrases. Yep. So that not everybody can control it. That's what they're secret and, too. Yes. Um, Vivenna wants to know what the security phrase is for Claude, but. Uh, Denth is like, well, I don't know. I'll have to ask Jules. Well, he probably, he knows it, but like he has to ask Jules if it's okay. Yeah. And Vivenna's kind of like, okay, whatever. And then she notices that, uh, Claude's all gray and you know, whatever. Yeah. He's wearing gray clothing and stuff too. Yes. To help identify him as a lifeless. Like they, they yeah. the, the, the mercenaries want people to realize he's a lifeless. Yes. And then she notices that Jules is just talking to lifeless, like a normal person, but lifeless or to Claude, to Claude and Claude is not responding yeah, but she's like having a conversation, yes. a was that conversation with Claude. And Vivenna's like, is this normal? And Denth is like, yeah. And Vivenna then says that doesn't seem very healthy. And Denth just looks concerned. And that's yeah. all we hear about it. So that's something to theorize about later. Keep that in mind. We'll yes. theorize about that later. We'll keep that in mind because that yeah. is interesting. Tonkfa at this point has disappeared. And he comes back with a monkey. And yeah! we learn, hold on, we learn what happened to the parrot. No! <laughs> so Colin, if you've been paying attention to the last couple episodes, Colin has been, at, we've been wondering about the parrot, right? And Colin wants to know what happened to it. Well, basically, when Vivenna asks what happened to the parrot, Denth is like, well, Tonks isn't very good at keeping parrots. So. And then Tonk goes, parrots are stupid anyway. but the poor the poor parrot i feel bad for it but now he has a monkey i love tongfa he does he does have a a monkey actually i want to go back real quick there's something i wanted to point out that i i missed um so while they're walking right after they leave the uh the restaurant and they're walking to the next one uh vivenna notices that parlin has his hat on and she says something that's kind of, I don't know why this stuck out to me, but it did. She says, what was wrong with that man? He wasn't terribly bright, but he had always been level-headed. And I don't know why, but something about him wearing this green hat, even though she disapproves and like yeah. thinks that it's weird and that like she doesn't understand what was wrong with him. I don't know why. That just stuck out to me. And oh, there's yeah. something later on in this chapter that I want to point out about Parlin 2 that happens. And it just... it. I don't, I don't know why. I really don't know why. But that sentence and that like little section stuck out yeah. to me because I was like, "Why?" It's such a weird thing to point out. It's also because I, I agree with you. I also think Parlin is like the only like, one of the only in this thing, just a normal person. Like, yeah, he's not, he's not. There's nothing special about him. Nothing. He's just a normal guy. Yeah. And so, like, and he's wearing a hat, and that's yeah. normal. That's a thing he does. He likes his hat. And so, like, the fact that she's poo pooing on it all the time, yeah, sucks. She's a royalty. She's like, she's. The queen. Yeah. If the president said, hey, your hat is ugly, stop wearing it, that would <laughs> suck. That would feel terrible. Yeah. And so now he, I'm glad he has the confidence again to like, 
No, I'm going to wear my hat because I like my hat. It's not even that. There's something about like. Well, that's just, how I thought about it. So No, it's just something about the way she says this. Like what's wrong with him? He's like always been level headed. It just stuck out to me as in like, okay, maybe Parlin is not who we thought he was. Mm. I don't know why, but just that little situation that's what made me think of. And that totally could just be me. But that's just something that stuck out to me for some reason. Or maybe Vivetta's just a judgmental butthole. No, for sure. That definitely could be it. That is probably <laughs> honestly it. But, like, <laughs> it's just something I noticed. Yeah, no, you're um, good. Sorry. You, that's very good noticing. I don't know why I'm poo-pooing on it. That was a, yeah. <laughs> Say, you did a good you're job. being the Vivetta of my statement here. Yeah, that's a great, great job noticing that. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, they are headed to the next restaurant. They arrive. They go in. Like they, uh, Vivetta kind of thinks about the fact that these new meetings have been really common and she's been showing off her locks to like literally everyone they've met with. So now a bunch of people know that she's here, which queen. No, sorry. is not the ideal. Princess. But yes, a bunch of people know she's here. And she, so they go in, she asks Denth why they have to meet at a new restaurant every time. And Denth's like, well, it's, you know, harder to spy on. And they uh, get this guy. This guy comes up to him and we meet someone new. His name is Gravel. Wait, before they meet them, she also, the the boys, the mercenaries had just eaten a bunch of shellfish, and as soon as they sat down, they ordered oh, more yeah, food yeah. here. Oh, yeah, and Vivenna, this place they're at is very dirty and gross, and Vivenna refuses to eat food there. She's I like, would, too. She's like, I'm hungry. I'm not doing it. And I, yeah, I don't blame her. Yeah. But um, this guy comes up. His name is Grabble. He is a thieving lord and a very strong ally of Var. Mm-hmm. You remember Var way back when? Yep. Um, Strong ally of him. They are... The uh, naked dangler. We find out that... Yes, the naked dangler. That was Var. Yeah, the naked dangler was Var. <laughs> um, but uh, we find out that Grabble actually owns the restaurant they're at. Yep. So that's why they decided to make, meet there, which makes a lot of sense. He does come with two bodyguards, like big ones with him. Well, there's also a bunch of uh, of his loyal people in the yeah. restaurant. But he brings two specifically yes, to the table. Yes, he does bring two specifically. And... They pay him like a little bit beforehand, just as like a thank you for coming. Grease money. Yes. And Vivenna is not thrilled about it at all, which yeah. is fair. Um, then uh, Grabble's like, I want to see your hair first. And he makes her take the shawl off because he's like, everyone in this room are loyal. And Vivenna, so Vivenna has to show to everybody that she is who she says she is. And then Grabble uh, continues to say, where'd you find her? And Denth is like, what? Mm-hmm. And basically, Grabble doesn't think that it's actually the princess. He thinks that it's just a person who has enough royal blood to imitate the princess. And Denth is like, that's not possible. And Grabble's like, come on, you can tell me. And Vivenna's like, no, you have to be, like, in order to have the royal locks, you have to, like, have royal blood and you have to have the calling of Austre. Yeah. So if, if you're like, if... The baby didn't have a chance to inherit the kingdom. They wouldn't have the royal wouldn't have, Which is really interesting. Which it, it might be just religion stuff. It might yeah, be fake. But it, it could be real. it might be true. But yes. And Grabble's like, no, that's not true. And then he asked Denth if he can buy her. How much? Yes, he just asked yeah. how much. I was like, what? <laughs> how much for the girl? Yeah, and Denth is like, um, no. And Screw then, you, Gabble. <laughs> and then Grabble continues by going like, Word is spreading that she's here, like, you know, I don't know where you found her, but I want her. And Dent's like, we're not selling her, we're leaving. And so he gets up, and as he stands up, Grabble's bodyguards stand up, and then all of a sudden, Dent moves. And this is where we learn something new about Dent. In the split second it takes for Vanna to blink, 
Denth has stabbed two bodyguards yeah. and killed both of them. By the time she can react, he somehow cut the one in the guts open and his knife was in the neck of the other one. Yes. So like it was faster than he she could like she couldn't even comprehend. Yeah. And all of a sudden Denth was standing there with an with his sword in the throat of one guy and the other guy collapsed with a gut wound. Yes. Wild. Yeah, it is wild. And Grabble is just kind of like, Oh, you are like as good as everyone says. Yep. And at this point, Tongfa and Vavena are standing and they're like leaving. Denth pulls his sword out of the guy's neck and um kills him. Yeah, he's dead. Well, yes, he pulls the sword out of the guy's neck and puts it back in his sheath and they kind of like get out. Yeah. And uh Grabble or not Grabble. Um so they leave and Vavena's like why did he let us go? Why did Grabble let us go? And Denth is basically like, well, I think he wants to just mostly verify Denth's skill. Mm-hmm. And he like also didn't want to be killed. And Denth, um, yeah. So now we know that something's up with Denth. We don't really know how He's that's possible. But guy. he is really good. Um, but it just is interesting because I wonder how he got to be that fast. Yeah. Uh, so basically they say... All Grabble wanted was either one. Basically, it was a win-win for him. He either yeah. got to see Denth's incredible skill, yeah. or he got a, got a what he believes to be a royalty impersonator. Yeah. So it was a win-win for him. It was a win-win for him. But it was a waste of time for, for them. them. Yes. And uh, she says, I don't know if you're going to say this, but I'll say it. Uh, Denth apologizes. Sorry for wasting your time, princess. Yeah. And he like loses the mask of not caring. Like yes. he, he very clearly yes. cares that that happened. Um which I, is interesting. I feel like Denth has a lot more emotion. And Vena points this out that yeah. he isn't as like carefree as he appears to be. And I feel like Denth just has a lot of emotion. And I feel like he genuinely cares about Vavena. Like, I think I he has lots he of acts, secrets too. Yes. Lots of secrets. I think he acts kind of like he only cares about her because she's in his employer and she's paying him. Yeah. But I feel like he actually cares about her a lot more than that. I agree. I agree. Okay. Anyways, um, they're now leaving. Good for them. And all of a sudden, someone comes up behind them and says, Princess, Princess. which is freaky. And this guy comes up to um, comes up to her, and Denth and Tongfa kind of like, you know, stop him because they don't want him to get super close to Vivenna because he could, you know, possibly be stabbing him or stab, trying to stab her, yeah. which Vivenna thinks is really interesting that that's... She's like, like I didn't even think to yeah, think of that. Um, but... Then the guy's like, I am your servant, princess. And she's like, no, don't put me above others. And he's talking about the fact that it's been such a long time since he's been to Idris. And he isn't, he's an Indrian, an Indrian, so we should point that out. And basically a lot of the Indrians know that she's there and they think that she's there to take back the throne. Yeah. And so at this point, Denth is like, we need to go. And so they decide they're going to take him, search him, and talk someplace else. And then time skips. And after the time skip, I'm going to jump back in and take over again. Yeah. Thank you, Sydney. That was a very good. You did a very good job. Thank you. Yep. We jump back <laughs> in with me. Uh, so we pick up, pick back up with Vivenna. Uh, they have made it to a dark, grungy alley. All of them, plus the Adrian. building. Oh yeah, it's a building at like the end of an alley, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so they're at the, they're in this they're in this building. Well, no, at the beginning they're not in the building. Denth and Tongfa are searching the building to make sure it's safe still. And the three of the uh, uh, to Claude and Jules and Vivenna and the Idrian are all outside yes. waiting to go into the building. Yeah. Uh, as it was getting cleared, um, she thinks about how she realizes that she can't actually sense uh, Claude. 
no, Jules. Well, she can't sense Claude either. Yeah. She's well, she did, she didn't. She expected to not be able to sense Claude. Yes. Uh, but she's standing there and she's just thinking about. Well, first the thought comes. Everything smells so bad, and she also because of the breath, her scents are also her scent is also really strong. Yeah. And then she's like, and I can sense the people in the building searching. I sense the two of them. Mm-hmm. I can sense all the people in the street. I can sense this guy. And then with a start, she's like, I can't tell Jules is behind me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. feel her. Yeah. And she turns and looks at Jules and realizes that Jules can't tell that she's getting stared at. Because you know that feeling when someone's staring at you for a long time, you're like, who's... And you like look around because you feel like there's someone staring at you. Yeah. That's what breath is. Yes. And so uh, she doesn't have that. And so Vivenna can just stare at Jules indefinitely. And Jules never has like that weird crawl, skin crawly feeling that somebody's around. Yes. Um, and after she realizes that that uh, Jules is a drab, is yes, why she can't sense her. Which means she has no breath. Jules has zero breath. Uh, and she's breath. like, oh, oh, I have to be nice to her. It's because that's why she's so grumpy all the time. It's because she doesn't have any breath. Breathe. And makes me, I, I okay, Vivenna's okay. Makes me so, she's so judgmental. She is very she, And judgmental. she just assigns everything to, she clearly doesn't know as much as she does. She knows she doesn't know as much as she thinks she does. Yeah. And still she assigns everything to things she's been, she's been taught that has been proven time and time again to be at least partially wrong. Yes. Which bugs me uh uh and then uh she feels like it's spying by the way she feels like she's watching someone change when she's yeah. looking at someone with no breath uh which is weird um and then they finally get the, the all clear from then the dunk fall they come in set up a stool for uh for the idrian yes and then starts asking questions but then she looks over her shoulder and they had put claude and next to him on one side standing t- very big man standing tall gray scary and yeah. on the other side was tong fa who she Before says Before we Oh, get to that i want to point out the fact that they uh denth is like we have other appointments that we're supposed to be doing and so mm. they um are like denth's like we need to cancel them and he tries to tell jules to do it and then parlin because here comes the thing i said about parlin that i wanted to point out yeah um parlin says i'll do it and so denth looks at vivenna and before vivenna can respond parlin says this he says look i may not understand everything going on in this city but i can deliver a simple message i'm not an idiot yeah, so he apparently is self-conscious about something. This kind of goes along. After what I said earlier, this yeah. also stuck out. Because that thing happened earlier stuck out to me. And this stuck out to me again. He kind of gets, like, aggressive. Not, I, like, aggressive-aggressive, but he just, the way he responds is kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, is there something, is there another reason you want to go? I, I have, so you and I read that differently. It's not a spoiler of any kind. But uh, I read that as... He's picking up that Vivenna thinks he's an idiot, yeah. and he doesn't like that. Does mm. it? I, I I feel like he's starting to realize that I don't actually like Vivenna. Yeah. Uh, and so he's he is um, wearing the hat she doesn't like because yeah. screw you, Vivenna. I'm my own <laughs> person. And she's she realizes he thinks he's an idiot, and he that upsets him. So he's like, I can do. I'm not an idiot. I can do the thing. For me, if someone treats me like a dummy, which yeah. happens sometimes because I uh, play the dummy <laughs> often, like I <laughs> I intentionally act stupid to people laugh yeah but then somebody thinks i'm actually stupid i'll i'll get real defensive of like no i can i'm not dumb i'm not child i can do it yeah and i think i think that to me that's what that's what that reads that like. does make sense but just to me the way my brain yeah. works i took it as there's something else there's a oh, 100% just the way because i feel like parlin really hasn't done much at all in this book he's just kind of been there he's kind of there yeah and so i feel like just him speaking up in the way he said it and like mm. I just well, I get the is... vibe that there's something more. So here's my theory. Wait, okay? wait, 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 wait. Until the end of the chapter, this is theory bait you're doing. You're doing some theory bait, and we'll wait till the end, and we'll okay, fine. Listen we'll to the end. To, listen to the end of here, series. Sydney, just... series Sydney's frick. <laughs> listen to the end of here, Sydney's theory about Parlin. Continuing, yes. they get in the building. They set him down. Claude's on one side, being scary. Dennis asking questions. Behind, she notices that Tonkfa, the normally really lovable 
chill guy all of a sudden looks very intimidating like the whole very dangerous the whole mask of like just like a lazy fat guy just drops and all of a sudden <laughs> lazy fat guy all of a sudden he's like scary it's like yeah. she's freaked out by it um they start asking questions we find out this guy's name is Thame 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 uh start asking questions to Thame uh how did you hear about this person and she's like oh I just heard and they're like no you didn't and Thame says he works for like uh one of the crime bosses in the area like he runs crime and stuff yeah. Um, and they are asking questions back and forth and they're threatening him. Like if this, if it gets out that you saw, if you, we came here, we will find you stuff. Yeah. And is like, stop it. Uh, and, uh, just like started being, we won't hurt you. We won't be mean to you. Like you, you're fine. Yeah. Which maybe, uh, you don't know what you're doing. As I wrote in caps lock in my notes, to uh, Tonk fall and Denth do let them do their thing. Yeah. I was thinking that too. Cause like, she, like, I understand that it's an Indrian and she doesn't want him to get hurt. But if he does betray her. That's big. And, like, tells everybody where she is, like, that she is here, like, all this. He talked to her. That could really screw up their whole thing. Yeah. And so I think the fact, like, like, I understand where she's coming from. But, but I yeah. do think she needs to let people who know better what they're doing. This is my job. Let me do it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, she also he decides that she like why don't you go back to Idris if it's so bad here? It takes money to travel. I don't have that money. Yeah. And so she says, "Can you do you know a bunch, are there a bunch of Idrians? There are a ton of us. Okay, collect them." And so now she's gonna hold a freaking Idrian conference. Yeah. Good good luck hiding that, Denth. I was about like, what to the say. frick? What are you doing? <laughs> and Denth is like, um, I don't see how that's gonna work. And she's just like, shut up. We're gonna the, do this. The Vena. The Vena. You're Putting all of them at risk for one. Yeah. For two, you don't know what you're doing. For three, what are you gonna do at an Idrian conference? Like you no, can't give yeah. them enough money to get back all of them. Like what are you doing? It's true. She bugs me. The way she acts in this, like I understand the idea. Like it's sad, but the way she acts in this makes me sad. And then she sends him on his way, uh, and they have Jules tra track him to make sure he's not actually a worker for Gravel, because uh, they're worried that he was like a, a tail from Gravel. Yeah. Uh, and so they send Jules to church to check, and Tonk Fa starts sulking. Because sometimes he gets to be the mean one, and right now he's he isn't going to be the mean one, and it makes him sad because he he uh, likes to be that, and he hasn't in a while. Yeah. Uh, so he's sulking in the corner, uh, and so here's the dramatic reading real fast of them them interacting about him sulking, because I think it, it was funny. Yeah. Uh, it starts with Vivenna saying, "Tongfa," she said, "you can be the mean one next time." He looked up. You promise? Yes, she said. Can I yell at the person we're interrogating? Sure, she said. Can I growl at him? He asked. I, I guess, she said. Can I break his fingers? She frowned. No! Not even the unimportant ones, Tongfa asked. I mean, people have five fingers at the wall. The little ones don't even do that much. Venna paused, then Tongfa and Den started laughing. Uh, which I appreciate that interaction. That, that shows Tongfa's like, personality in... Uh, he's just messing with her. Yeah, he, likes, he does. He likes being scary. That's, that's probably <laughs> true. But he, he's like... Testing his limits. Can I yell? Yes. Can I growl? Yes. Can I break his fingers? I no. feel like... Oh, I can't break his fingers! <laughs> I feel like his questions also just kind of show how, like, he's not the smartest person in the world. And I feel like his questions kind of show that because they're very, like, basic. Like, they're yes or no questions. I, but I also feel like... Yeah, I agree with you. But I part of my whole thing is, like, isn't an act... 
Because the fact that he went from being the dumb, nice guy be. to being so intimidating so quickly, that's an intentional flip that he switched. It could be, yeah. Switch that he flipped, I mean. Like, that's an intentional... He, <laughs> he An intentional... Flip that he switched, yeah. <laughs> like, he, he very much so knows how he is perceived. Yeah. And he's controlling that very intentionally. Same thing that Dent is doing, which makes us think he... Like, I, I think Tong Fong might know more what he's talking about. He um, might. He definitely might. Uh, the freaky house they're in is a safe house rented by Dent and them. Yes. Uh, and um, We also learned that they have watchers watching their other house. Yeah. And she's sad, actually. She's kind of, like, admits that she's kind of sad she didn't get caught by the Idrian soldiers searching for her, like, from her family. Like yeah. She wishes that she had gotten caught and taken back to Idris by now, kind yes. of. Low-key. She low-key wishes that she wasn't there. Yes. Um, and and um, she also understands, like, she feels useless, and she understands that she doesn't know anything. Yeah. Which is sad that she feels that way. But it's also it very it true. She doesn't know anything. Uh, and uh, But she also, she really does want to help, which is good. Yeah. Like, I appreciate that. Uh, and then all of a sudden, she looks over her shoulder, and Claude is just there. Yes. And she screams, freaks her out to death. Uh, and they're like, oh, Claude does that. It's weird. He kind of seems like he's curious about people. They rebate. Uh, yeah. Kind of feels like he's th- curious about people, which he's not supposed to be because he's lifeless. He shouldn't have any uh, kind of, like. Yeah. Humanity, any kind of consciousness of yeah. any sort. Co- consciousness should not be there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Denth then sends him to the basement, Claude to the basement, because uh, it freaks Venet out so bad that he's there. Yes. So Claude gets sent to the basement, um, and Jules comes back and says he is who he says the the Idrin was is who he says he was. Yes, because uh, she went and checked it out. Yeah, she had three people that she kind of trusts confirm, um, and then she she was like, before Jules comes back, she asks Denth about like losing breath. And how she's so sad for Jules because Jules is so grumpy because she always she's out of breath. Yeah. And Dent is like, no, stop that. It's fine. Yes. Jules is just like that anyway. We also learned that Dent has sold his breath before. Yeah, and bought a new one. And bought a new one, yes. So he's like, yeah, it's fine. You're, people, like, he doesn't change you that much. It's just like, like th- th- you don't notice it unless you really focus on the yeah. idea that it's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, she also tries to leave and he says, no, nah, let's just chill for a few hours because... Uh, we don't want to. We don't want to alert. Yeah. Uh, garble, grabble, and uh, she's like, okay. He's like, is it, should we be worried? No, you shouldn't be worried. Also, don't be seen in the windows because we don't want to alert. Like, there's yes. a whole thing of like, kind of be worried, but not really. Yeah. Like um, he's a little. Dent is a little back and forth with whether she should be worried or not. Yeah. Which is fair, I guess. All right, and that's the end of chapter twenty-two. That is the end of chapter twenty-two. Uh, theories. We have three that we talked about. One. Why does Jules talk to Claude? I feel like. There's definitely someone up there. I wonder if it could be partly due because she's a drab, mm. whether she feels like maybe she can't talk to other people as well. Mm. But I feel like she's got some kind of maybe issue of some sort, like either a mental thing or like just something that could also be why she's like kind of aggressive and kind of angry. Can I hear some things? Oh, hold I'd on. actually wait here. I actually don't. I've read this book before. I don't remember why. Yeah. So I'm gonna get my theories. Okay. I don't. I don't remember why. So these are right. It's coincidental. Claude might have been someone she knew That's true. before he died. That's and then she, they brought him back as a lifeless. So now she talks to him. The one guy who got killed by Vasher mm-hmm. might have been her really good friend that she would talk to, like her partner on the team partner. Yeah. And so since he died, she got Claude, and she's like kind of replacing that guy with Claude. Smart. Those are my two theories. That's good. I uh, also want to point out the fact that we, in this chapter, learned that the reason Jules is a drab is because as a baby, her mother sold her breath to one of the returned. Yep. Which is really sad. But also, she could. She's. They have enough money. She could buy a new she one. She could she buy a new one. So, so yeah. there's some. There's. 
you have you don't know it yet, but there's some reasons not a theory. Why wouldn't she have bought a new one? Yeah. She's gone her entire life being being drab, but she could have bought a new one. She could have bought a new one. What do you think? Uh, I feel like maybe she doesn't want to. I think the first, she's gone her whole life being a drab part of that sentence. Yeah. That's who she is. Yeah. Wait, why yeah. waste money? I've always been this way. This is how I am. Yes. And I feel like if it's true what Den says about it really not being that big of a deal like people make it out to be. Yeah. Then I feel like maybe she just she doesn't want to deal with it. And it, I feel like it could also make her seem less threatening. Maybe. Drab. People look at drab as like, oh, you know, I yeah. feel bad for them. And they pity them. And I bet she uses that to her advantage. But it's, it's weird because she also, Vivetta makes a good point. If it doesn't change you that much, why did Denth buy a new breath? Yeah. So there must be some kind of disadvantage that Denth doesn't like. Yeah. That he bought a new it's breath. True. Um, and then uh, next theory, Parlin. What's up? What's his deal? What's the deal with Parlin? I feel like there's just something he's not telling us, and I feel like the reason he wanted to go and give the message is so he can meet up with somebody. You think he's doing some behind under the table crap? Yeah, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I could almost see him meeting up with like someone that. The Dylan sent the king. Yeah, one sent. of the injuries. Yeah, I could see that. So I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Like, yeah, give Vivetta out of here. What? Give Vivetta out of here. Yeah, like, I a- don't necessarily think that it's like him trying to like harm Id- Idris or Vivenna. Yeah, but what is it? Um, I I, I think the most likely it'd be theory wise. Once again, for some reason I don't remember the storyline at all. <laughs> so I also agree that I think it's probably uh. uh just meeting if if it meeting with somebody it would be an Idrian soldier. Yeah. Um and then third and final series, Claude, what's the deal with Claude? Why why is he why does he seem to have personality? I feel like the lifeless aren't actually as lifeless as they are supposed to be. Actually though, oh my gosh, actually I have a better thing. Okay. I wonder if because breath is like a life source. I mean, you don't have to have it to live, but it like kind of I think gives people a little bit of like extra personality like the- extra like it's like a living source okay and i wonder if when you give a breath to a lifeless i wonder if they kind of inherit a little bit of that like because they obviously they need the, like they inherit it and they live yeah but i wonder if they get a little bit of personality mm. just a tiny bit little bit of like a human kind of like a human soul like a little tiny bit of like a human soul I hope that's not the case because they have caverns of lifeless army that don't move, don't get fed. They just live down there in the caverns. That's sad. So I hope that's not the case. Well, I don't think it like affects them that much, but mm. just like small, subtle things like that. Or maybe Claude has something special about it. Maybe there's like maybe maybe freaking maybe he didn't fully die. Or maybe what's her <laughs> Jules is like, you know, treating like a person is making him more person like. Maybe maybe that's definitely that's a, that could be true. Treating it like an object will make it more object like. Treating it like a person will make it more person like. That's yeah, that could be. That's, that that's, could be true. That's our best theory. All right, that's all the theories we got. Uh, this episode might be a little short, but here we go. You ready to rank the characters? Woo! Yeah, <laughs> it's time. Okay, this is this is a great chapter because we have oh, so many characters. We um, do. Um, I will read the uh, week eight list. Ready. So for week eight, we have Siri. God King, Light Song, Larmar, Nightblood, Bluefingers, Denth, Tongfa, Blushweaver, Vavena, Vasher, Parlin, Maidservants, Jules, Mab, Fafin, Nanrova, Yarda, Inhana, Bebid, Dedelin, and then our Wish You Were Dead Tier, Trelides, and then our actual Dead Tier, we have Claude, Var, Lemmix, and Hallen. I think I have a new person for uh, the Wish You Were Dead Tier. Really? Who? The three gods that uh, 
that that uh, want to go for war. Yeah, the, the three guys that want to specifically want to manipulate Siri, not yeah. just war. Yeah, but they're like intentionally trying to harm and manipulate Siri. We wish they were dead. Uh, I mean, yeah, because they also don't have any. They, their room to grow is if they ever come back. I don't think they're ever coming back, and so I think they should be below Trilities because okay. they have no character other than they're just rude. They're just so, they're just mean and bad at the game that um, they love. Uh, weather weather love, truth call and life blesser. Yes, weather love. Okay. And then. Uh, do you care what order? Is like a specific order you think those should be in? I think Life Blesser. Uh, sorry, yeah, Life Blesser should be the top of the three because he's dumb and that's funny. Um, he's dumb and that's funny. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel about dumb people. That's why I like Tong Fa so much. Uh, Life Blesser. I think dumb. I think not dumb. I think uh, <laughs> I think Tong Fa is smarter than he pretends. To I be. think so. What think other order choice. do you want? So Life Blesser first out of the three of them. Life Blesser and then Truth Call and Love. It doesn't matter those two. Oh, Truth Call. Yeah. And then. Um, Weather love. Weather love. All right. Okay. That's time to go through the other characters. Light song. Love him. Love him still, yes. Is he um, second right now? No, we're now he's below the God King. He's third. I think he beats I think he's first for now for this chapter. We didn't see from God King or Siri, so they don't get changed. But I he he improved in my mind and they yes. said the same. I thought you meant like first above the two, and I was like, No, I'm saying he what? does I think I think <laughs> no. he goes, so you think he stays. No, in third. I think he goes first for now. Since he improved, the other two didn't this chapter. I think he barely beats them because I want the, I want that three to change for I want freaking really you don't yeah. want Siri to be at the top anymore. If as soon as she does something again, she'll beat him. It's really close. it's a hair's it's a hair's width, but I want I I like him. He's funny. He cares that about is true. Siri. I feel like in this chapter especially, he's really funny because yeah. he just plays this game that he has no idea how to play, and he wins every time, and they don't appreciate it. And it's the first time we've ever seen Light Song interact with somebody who genuinely is dumb and not trying to ma manipulate him. Yeah, like everybody else he's ever interacted with, with he either likes so he doesn't want to interact interact uh, yeah. mess with or uh understands what he's doing and is like messing is like playing playing it back to him yes. it's the first time we've seen him just be funny at people and like the jokes go over their heads which i love yeah so i think he goes first for now okay i also just want it i want siri to not be first the entire book i want <laughs> i want i want at the end of this book when we post our weekly ratings throughout the weeks we can finally be like oh look there was one time when there was like, one singular yeah. time when siri was uh, not at the top of the book <laughs> i think vivenna she's like right near dab, smack dab in the middle right yes she's right below blush waver and right above vasher i think she stays yeah I would say so. I, yeah, she didn't. She, I don't dislike her, but I don't like her enough to pass any of the. I mean, I don't like her or dislike her enough to go up or down at all. Yeah, I uh, agree with that. Larmar. Larmar is Oh, we right. barely see from Larmar. I think he stays. Yeah, like right, he'll go below the, the God King right now. Great. That's exactly where he should be. Okay. Uh, Denth. Denth up. and Tonkfa. Where are they right now? Are Right now they are above Blushweaver and then below Bluefingers. Who's above Bluefingers? Nightblood. I think they go above Nightblood. Yeah, I think so. Do you want both of them? So yeah. I think Denth needs to go first still. But Tonkfa is a monkey! But I like Denth. Denth is, Denth is like mysterious and sneaky, he so I agree. He also very much cares for oh, yeah. Vena. I feel like Tonkfa is just Tonkfa. I agree, I agree. It's just there. Uh, I'm going to skip the new characters. We can do the new characters last. It's okay. going to screw up your whole list. Sorry about this. No, it's fine. Uh, going to go to Parlin. Okay, Parlin. <sighs> I'm not sure how I feel about Parlin anymore. I think okay, he's kind of sus in this chapter. He's kind of sus. That's not bad for character though. No, he has a hat back on, which I love. He's he's standing up to Vivenna. <laughs> I I just think it's so funny that he's wearing a green sock hat. Yeah, it's just super funny to me. <laughs> uh, so where is he currently? 
Right now, he is below Vasher and above maidservants. I feel like he could switch with Vasher. Yeah, go with Vasher. He, I'm not really liking Vasher right now. Yeah, he Vasher's cool. I, I actually think Vasher <laughs> might be a little low in my opinion, but I don't think it's worth changing. No, uh, I think it's fine. Claude, Claude, until we get their full personality, stays in dead tier. Yes, I uh, agree. Stays at the top of dead tier. Jules, grumpy. I don't think she changes. I think she stays where she is. Yeah, right below uh, maidservants. Yep. Yeah, I would agree. And now it's time for the new characters who... None of them do much. The only one I kind of like is Gravel. Uh, Fob. Fob. I don't think he's ever coming back. We're, read up from the bottom of a live tier. The bottom of a live tier right now is Dedelin, Bebid, and Hana. There. Yard. Right below in Hana. Right below in Hana. Yeah, I think that little zone is for the in Hana zone is what we're going to call it from now on. Is a zone of characters I don't think are coming back and really didn't do much. I feel like it's funny because Dylan's at the very bottom of our I list. I just don't like him. And I don't like him either, but I feel like he should come back at some point because he's the king. Yeah, king. so if he, if he does something cool or good or nice. If he comes back at all, he'll probably move up because the rest of these characters at the bottom are probably never going to move. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Uh, Gar Gravel, I think, goes above in Hana. You think? Even though he tried I think to buy Vivenna? I think that's why he goes above it. He actually has some, some level of like doing a thing. Instead of Rebel. just like existing and agreeing to do yeah, the thing. Yeah, that's true. And then Thame. Thame. Um, that's okay. So he's cool. He's an Idrian in a city. Yeah. He's collecting them for a th thing. He might come back. I think he goes. I feel like he could go maybe right above Nanrova. Yeah. Because then they would go Nanrova, Gravel, and then in Hot. Oh, I heard about Yarda. Who's Nanrova? Nanrova is the one priest who was trying to stop. Yeah, he goes above Nanrova. That that zone is um, the doesn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter anymore. I also zone. forgot about Yarda. Did you want? Oh, wait, because we said gravel right above in Hana. Do you think Yarda should go? I think Yarda should be above this whole zone. Oh, so Yarda, we're moving up. Oh no! Wait, where was he? Yarda right now is below Nanrova, and in above above in Hana. Just put Yarda at like the bottom of this section. It's fine. Because uh, I think if we rank, okay, here's the deal. I think at the end of this book, when we put them into like categories of what our amount we like them, yeah, second from bottom is going to be the heard show, from once, never heard yeah, from again the, tier. The they existed tier <laughs> below the they existed tier, but characters who are returning are the wish you were dead tier. Yeah, who I think to Dellen at that point will be clumped in with them <laughs> if he if he hasn't moved <laughs> no. at that point because he's because <laughs> he's at the bottom. He's the only character we've heard from several times that is below the character yeah. you never hear from again tier. So I, I think I think this the tier is gonna be SS best characters and there's gonna be some in there. Yeah. And then so, characters we liked, and then characters we didn't like, characters we never uh the existed, yeah, the extant, wish you were dead, dead. I feel like Yara though had a little bit more personality, even though we haven't heard from him since like the first chapter in the book. Yeah, but he might also come back. We'll see. I feel like he just needs to stay. So where do we wanna put um because right now I have uh, Yarda right above Gravel, mm -hmm. and then Nanrova right above Yarda. So where do we want to put Thame? Uh, let's go up. Go up. What's above Nanrova? Fafin. Okay, above Fafin. Uh, Mab. Below Mab. So below Mab above Fafin. Yeah, because this is a cool. This I mean, Fafin's fun. I haven't heard from her in so long though, and Thame is like doing things for for Siri, not yeah. Siri, for Ravenna, which I think is cool. So yeah, I think it's good. All right, is that the entire tier list? Yep. Okay. Here we go. You ready? Here's our week nine list. So we have Light Song, Siri, God King, Larimar, Denth, Tonkva, Nightblood, Bluefingers, Blushweaver, Ravenna, Parlin, Vasher, Maidservants, Jewels, Mab, Thame, Fafin, Nanrova, Yarda, Grabble, Inhana, Fob, 
Febid, Dedellin, and then our Wish You Were Dead tier, Life Blesser, Truth Call, Weather Love, Trelides, and then our Actually Dead tier, we have Claude, Var, Lemmix, and Helen. Wow, our list is getting long. It is getting real long. It's so funny to look at the first list compared to this new one. The first <laughs> list the first list goes Siri, Nightblood, Mab, Vasher, Vivenna, Dedell, and Yarda, and then Dead Tier Var. It's so funny how much it's changed. <laughs> it it's changed insane. a lot so fast, but it's good. It did. Um it's good. Uh and when we when we finish so after we finish reading this book, we'll probably have two, one or two wrap-up episodes about this. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll go through and, you know, talk about all of our lists that we've had. Discuss and, the theories that did or did not come true. You know. Right now I'm on a roll and absolutely rocking it with the theories. Cindy is crushing it. Thank you. I uh, am. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, it's probably, I think, <laughs> I think we should also end it with a, like, r- total review of the book. Just give, yeah. our, give our personal review that when eventually down the line, uh, Brandon Sanderson releases a new copy. He can put our review on the cover. <laughs> lots oh, of, yeah. Lo- lots of dead characters, quote, fantasy book club. <laughs> <laughs> lots of wish wish they were dead characters. Many a people we wish had died, quote, <laughs> fantasy book club. <laughs> Number one being Charlotte's because he's the bottom of the wish you were dead tier. He was also the, f- he was, cr- he created the wish you were dead tier. We wouldn't have it if it weren't for Charlotte's. Yeah, Charlotte's nuts. How did I, right? I know you were going to say am that? Am I right or am I right? I'm disappointed. All right. That's everything we have for you this week. Thank you guys all so much for listening to this episode of Fantasy Book Club. Uh, we really, really do appreciate it. It's a it's a, it's a, a fun show. Uh, if you're listening to it and you've decided that you enjoy it, please, please take a few seconds and just go write us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps us out. And we appreciate it a lot. We do. Uh, and also... Uh, keep listening. Go check out my other shows. If you're interested in a uh, good news uh, show, check out Things Worth Celebrating. It's a show me and my friends do, me and my sister and one of my friends do. Uh, we talk about like good news stories that are in the news right now. That's fun. Uh, we yeah, recent- go check it out. Recently talked about a story of uh, 11 cows broke onto a golf field and cops uh, managed. Did you just call it a golf field? Yeah. And cops- I am offended. That is a golf course, Colton. A golf course? And- I am offended. You just called it a golf field. I'm upset now. Well, listen to this. 11, 11 cows, right, on a golf course. Not a very good, like, there's not very much cover there, right? Yeah. Cops managed to catch seven of them. All right, that's fine. Uh, and then they got hired a cowboy to go try and catch the rest of these things. Cowboy <laughs> managed to catch three of them. There's still one of the loose. <laughs> you can hear more about that on uh, Things Worth Celebrating. So that's that's a good show. Uh, or if you're interested in learning about how board games are made, check out Wild Cards, a show me and my girlfriend do about making a board game. Super fun. Uh, thank you guys for listening. You can find all of that on prattpodcast.com, by the way. Yes, go check it out. And if you want to hear about news going on in Marion, Indiana, <laughs> uh, check out Stories by Sydney, Woo. where she puts her news stories that she wrote uh, on this website for you to listen to or, or check out. There's also some other stuff on there. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, also, There's some random videos. I think Colton's in one. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm in one. Uh, so if you like me, eh, there's a reason. Uh, uh, also, check out the person who made our music. Siri t- oh, my gosh. Stop calling me Siri. Sydney, tell him about that guy. <laughs> yes, so we just want to say thank you to Alessia for letting us use your song, Win, Winner, Remake, as the intro and outro of our program. And that is A-L-E-Z-E-I-A on Spotify. So go check him out. It's a great, we love it. It's great music. It's great. Uh, and that's and all. also make oh. sure that you read chapters 23 and 24 for next week. They're a little bit shorter. Like I mean, they're long, two longer chapters, but it'll be a little bit shorter week combined. Yeah. So, but make sure you go and read those two, or else I'm going to be very disappointed. Very stabby. In you. 
Oh. Stabby? Yeah, Sydney gets in a stabby mood if you don't read. So. When have I ever stabbed anyone? When they didn't read. Uh, thank you guys so much <laughs> yeah, for Yeah, remember, if you don't read, I'll come and stab you. She gets real stabby. I'm just kidding. Um, I love you. I wouldn't do that. Wouldn't do that. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Fantasy Book Club. My name is Gordon Pratt. And I'm Sydney Lyerly. Love you. Bye. Peace. Why are you still here? The show's over.